morning, everybody. I'm Dr. Jacinta C.K., and welcome to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. We're airing live to every Friday from 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 7 p.m. GMT. Also catch us live on VidChat at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, or Pacific Standard Time on Sunday. And every week we're going to provide you relationship information, strategy from our guests, from us and in our research, our show will always give you a generational perspective and real-world opinions. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Stella, and welcome to our show. Uh, Today, we're going to be speaking about 53, and we're going to try to get through all 53, 53 things that change your relationship. And there was an article that came out in The Enthusiast, Life Enthusiast, and I, I think it's worth sharing. But before we begin and go into our topic, we will do a kind of mindful check and see how we are today. How's my Dr. J? I'm doing good. Um, how about you, Mo? You know, I am doing good as well. It is Good Friday, and and in and, and, and all fairness to my belief system, I want to thank you, God, for dying on the cross for us today. It was a, yes. a bad day for you. <laughs> a good day for us. <laughs> yeah. But I... But everything's good. I, I um, it's interesting. I am, um, uh, and I, I went to a, 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 a nutritionist the other day, and and Jay was with me, and um, I, I realized uh, today how bad I do eat, even though I think I eat right. Yeah, I find for you, I think it's that you don't eat enough. Right. You know, um, and for me, I think that there's some things that I do right, and there's some things that I'm like, what am I doing? Um, I think it's all about portions, too. We learned a lot yesterday. You had so many questions. It was funny. Like, hearing you remind me of Grammy. <laughs> I know. I was funny. Like, really? <laughs> because I wanted to I wanted to get as much information. I, I hate doing that. And I, I wanted to get as much information out of her, her as I could because I think it's valuable. And, you know, um, I should actually would love to bring her on our show because they, they you know, nutrition, even though I, I studied um nutrition when I went through this health coaching program it's a constant evolving science and what happens is they they do different things for different people and there's different ways of testing it you know the tests um, so I just really thought it was a good opportunity to understand and and like you said our portions you know uh, you wonder why in the gym and some of the coaches will tell you to eat uh, you know three meals and or six meals a day right or six, six um, three meals and three snacks and actually, that's how I grew up eating, and I had no problems. You know, and, and I think it's just so hard for me to do that. I don't know why. I guess it's just, you know, I guess, you you know, it's like reprogramming yourself to do that and, and be more scheduled. I think the way that our schedules are, that they're so hectic that sometimes we forget to do those little things that can help our 
our levels in our body and increase our metabolism. Yeah. You know, I think it's all about that whole mindful thing. You know, mindful eating is such a popular topic now. And um, people always say mindful eating is selection of the foods you eat. Well, that's one part of it. But it's also enjoying the food and tasting the food and taking time for the experience, which we don't do. I agree. And I kind of like I rush to eat because it's not a priority for me, which it really should be a priority because really food is nutri- uh, nutrition. It's, it's nut- giving us nutrients that our body needs. I think sometimes we wait till we're too hungry. You yeah. know, if we're not doing those three snacks and, and all those, you know, the snacks in between, you're so hungry. So you eat a larger meal and then you get overly full. It's kind of like you defeat your purpose if you don't do it the right way. I know. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, but other than that, I think, um, you know, today has been a good day. It's, it's pretty weather. Sorry, I don't, all you listeners, I'm not sure what the weather is. I know we have a wide range of listeners from all over the world, but it's a really nice day in California. And, and we have, where we, we live, it usually gets really hot. So we're enjoying a little bit of the coolness, the 70s and, <laughs> and 80s. I know it feels good today. It's so pretty. The sun's shining, the wind's blowing. I love this weather. Yeah, yeah. So today uh, we're we're going to be talking about um, a topic that I think is important, and we've talked about relationships and and how um, understanding your mate and all these things are so important to and and not only you know we talk a lot about couples. But also relationships in the workplace, relationships in in um, your social space. All these things are so important. So this article I thought in Life Enthusiast was really interesting. It talked about 53 ways to change your relationship. And um, it, it's really important to make this a priority versus uncovering mistakes. Right, Jay? We, we find so many times in our practice that we see people um, wait almost too late to make some of these changes. Agreed. I think that I think a lot of things are, you know, you look at these questions, these are conversations that you should have prior to getting really serious sometimes because those little things that you think won't bother you could be a big thing. Right, right. It's just, yeah, and it's, it's why, uh, I don't know, I think there's kind of this, um, I don't know what you thought, but there's, there's kind of these blinders on when we're in a relationship and we think about, we only look at the good because we feel good so so it's only natural to look for the good but we also have to think about all these other things or these signs that are coming at us and 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 need to raise some questions people are afraid of confrontation and and afraid for of conflict but these things need to be asked i agree with you completely yeah and i think it's, it's interesting in my class when i teach my students about conflict resolution I always tell them, you know, approach it a different way. Think of it as a good thing. I mean, conflict is a part of life, and it only helps to open up understanding. And for you to go into a relationship and not understand, and when I say conflict, I don't mean fighting and fussing. I mean conversation, healthy conversation, addressing issues, uh, finding solutions, coming to that uh, that that uh, collaborative area. All those things are so important. So before we go in, I think it's time for a break, Jay. We'll go into uh, some of the discussion in a little bit. Yes, you guys hold that thought. We're going to be right back with a little bit more about 53 ways of questions that you should think about before getting into a relationship. We'll be back after this message. 
For the best in metaphysical, spiritual, and holistic programming, you're listening to InnerLightRadio.com, the healing frequency. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. Uh, Dr. J and I are just talking about a subject on relationships, so we wanted to continue that conversation. We uh, had uh, mentioned how, you know, before when we start a relationship, it's important that you ask the right questions. And we had an article come in from Life Enthusiast that talked about that. Correct. And the article talks about the 53 questions that you should know or should discuss with people before um, to, to see if you've lost passion. So one of the first ones is, what was your first impression about your partner? Yeah, I, uh, you know, I've been out of the loop for a while, so I don't. <laughs> so let's think about the good partner. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of partner. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was the first impression about my partner? Um, you know, I think it was probably the um, the physical. I'd have to say, you know, the first impression was how they how they carried themselves, how they spoke, um, those type of things. I think for me personally, like with um, with people, I I do tend to, I think that you have this, and I think that this is where people get lost and sometimes it could change your relationship because we go off of those pheromones. So when you first meet someone, sometimes you ignore some of the first impressions because you're attracted to them possibly physically. So um, my first impressions usually... Um, are are two about how the person talks and interacts with me, but also what they they smell like, they dress like, all those things kind of add up to something that's important to me. Yeah, I agree. So the second one is, um, what do you like or love about your partner? God, these are asking questions that I can't answer. Jay, I'll throw it over to you because I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You have to think about this. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. Think okay. about this oh. could change a relationship. So okay. Yeah, not, I understand. Like, I'm just laughing. Partners are not even in a relationship. <laughs> but when they were in a relationship, I could these things have changed their relationship if they thought about them prior? So yeah, I understand. I'm just joking. <laughs> so, what did you like or love about your partner? You know, I think I love, for me, and I think that I hear this a lot, which I agree with, a lot of times when people are in a relationship, they um, really like the way their part, their compassion the partner has for others. You know, I, I'm I'm not about um, the, how they act and enter. Like, it, for instance, when you go to a restaurant, when someone is courteous to the waiter or leaves a nice tip for the waiter or um, acknowledges uh, people around you that are that are you know children and you know and just the way the person is or opening the door for someone else or helping an elderly person, those type of things are what I love about my partner, how sensitive they are to others and to the way they act toward me, their thoughtfulness. I guess for myself, I think those things are definitely important to you for me, but also I think that I look at when somebody is very intelligent and has things to talk about outside of, um, you know, just physical things. So, you know, when they have such a, a strong intelligence and are well-read, it's very attractive to me. 
I agree. Yeah. I love an intelligent person. And, you know, intelligence could be, you know, world world, world experiences as well. But a well-read person, you know, it, it's just um, I, I, I love that about a partner. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mommy, want to do the next one? Oh, yeah. The next one is, um, how did relationships, how did the relationship start? Um, so, yeah, I think that's a really good question. How did the relationship start? Were you, um, were you introduced to someone? Were you, um, was this person re- a reliable source to introduce you? All these things, are, that's an important question. I know um, I've been introduced many times to people <laughs> and um it's been an awful experience um so I, yeah. yeah i just you need to trust um you need to go with your first thought and not because right. you like your friend that you're going to go after someone because you're doing it as a favor for them um yeah you yeah. bring a good point when it says how does the relationship start for me i was thinking of it this way as well you know when people say you know Oh, you know, our relationships was was doomed from the start. I've heard people say this in the past, and sometimes I think that people, and you know, everybody's different. Um, but I think that when you you do initiate a physical relationship really fast, you sometimes lose that chance of really getting to know somebody, mm-hmm. um, because you know that passion and that heat is so strong in the beginning, and if you've you've tapped into it, you don't get time to really know the person. So you kind of, you know, you it's like lighting a candle and blowing it out right away instead of letting that candle burn and, and smelling the scent of it. I agree. Totally agree. Yeah. That was deep. I'm turning into granddaddy. <laughs> <laughs> still like, okay, number four, do you still like what you loved about your partner and why? Um, okay, so we're thinking, okay, so if you guys aren't in a relationship, think about that good relationship you had or the person that you were like, I should have saw it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So this time I'll think of somebody that I should have saw it in the beginning. <laughs> do you, mm-hmm. do you still like what you loved about your partner and what? I think that for a person that I um, had in the past, dated in the past, um, you like stuff that you try to make is there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, when you're, you're trying to give this person more credit than they deserve. Um, so I, I think that you find out after knowing them for a while that you don't still like what you loved about them because it may not really be them because you got to know who they really are. Yeah. And these questions are revolved around, you know, say you've lost passion for your mate and you, what could these chicks, questions change your relationship and so I agree with you I think a lot of times we look at people and think they're we want them to be what we want (laughs) and they're not and they never can be and 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 maybe this is time for people to reevaluate who they're with and what they're doing and and see do you like what you loved about your partner and why you know why I mean um are you looking at things are you still in love or was it a fascination or did they ever have what you really want? Were you making it up? You know, I think many times women especially live in this fantasy world where they're the Cinderella complex, you know, where we're thinking this person's going to rescue us from our, what's the girl with the long hair from the <laughs> Rapunzel. <laughs> Rapunzel. Yeah. It's not going to, it doesn't happen, you know, or, you know, so um, I know. 
people put a lot of effort into what love should be and what a relationship should be and what um expect a lot out of a person sometimes you know we are are all human beings and no one is perfect and I think sometimes that idealistic view of perfection that we see sometimes on tv or in movies we have to realize that that is a movie or a, a fairy tale um and I'm not saying that you can't have these wonderful things but some of the things it's not going to be all perfect in a relationship's our work. Exactly. Exactly. The, are you, oh, I'm sorry. The, go ahead. The next one is, um, are you happy with the intimacy you share? I think that's a really good question. I think, um, but, but I also think another question is, um, it was that the basis of your relationship anyway? Yeah. Some, many times people start relationship with no desire for intimacy. I, I don't get it, mm-hmm. uh, but sometimes people do. So I think uh, an, another twist to that question would be, you know, if, if intimacy was important to your relationship. Yeah. And I think that definitely should be discussed. And again, I think sometimes that, that candle lighting thing that I said, it's, you know, you, you find out if somebody initially that's what they say that they're about and they're not it can change a relationship um i think sometimes too i mean it can be intimacy in several ways i believe not just physically but you know emotional intimacy um and i think sometimes that's well i can't say it's even more important but i can say that it's important because there's people that look for emotional relationships because they feel that their mate's not there for them Mm-hmm. Um, so for myself, currently, I'm very happy with mine because I feel that communication is very important. And um, if you continue to communicate with your partner and tell them what you like and what you don't like and and constantly keep that flame burning, then you're going to have some passion. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's important. The next one. Oh, we have a comment. <laughs> Um, there, a lot of times people, and this is one of the comments is what do you mean exactly by intimacy? And, and there are different degrees of intimacy. There's sexual intimacy, there's mental, there's, um, you know, all kinds. So it's important to clarify, you know, what that looks like in your relationship. So the, the, the comment is very true. (laughs) Fake it to make it. I think I've had friends tell me that they fake the happiness of their intimacy. And um, I think that that can cause problems later, which can cause people to cheat or or be unhappy because they pretend like they've really enjoyed it and they haven't. Well, yeah, I always tell people, you know, acting can only last so long. You know, a series lasts seven years at the most sometimes. And, you know, <laughs> the reruns aren't very as enthusiastic you're so funny that's a good way to think. <laughs> you might think about this little game you're playing because um it can backfire yeah <laughs> the next one is uh do you feel the same way you felt for your partner at the beginning of the relationship hmm. and you know what i i actually would say should you feel the same way about your partner at the beginning of the relationship you know i think that it I, Honestly, I don't think that in, in with any partner I felt the same as the beginning mm-hmm. because I think that you either get to know them so much that you're like, ugh, what did I do? Or you get to see how great they really are and appreciate them more. So I think that for me, it's better 
it was already good when I had first met my my husband, but now it's even better because we know each other, we know what we like, we we our, our communication's really well. And I see since so much we've gone through as a couple, um, with so many different things um, that a lot of couples don't have to like loss of a child and things. I think that that's brought us closer together. Um, so I think, you know, that's where I can say, I can't say I feel the same. I feel actually even closer to him and didn't realize how blessed I am before. Yeah. That's, that's kind of how I think. I, I, I don't know if you should feel the same. I mean, uh, I think you should feel the same probably for, and even with love, love grows, you know, yeah. I was in, in a service the other day and the, the girl, the, the pastor's wife was saying how much of a struggle they had when they first met each other. Because when you when you something about when you say I do and you start living together, it, it's a different world. It's a different, you know, you got to get used to sharing space. You've got to get used to how that space looks and and you have to compromise. Right. So um, I don't think you ever uh, feel the same, I think it should get to a different level. And um, I think it should grow. Now, I don't I don't think it should fall off. I think it should grow. And if it's not growing, you have to work on that. And I think that's where people, you know, I, I think that's where you have to when you when you start looking at the questions prior, like, how did this relationship start? What was the, the impression you were partner? If you felt very strongly about this person in the beginning, and you had concrete reasons of why you're with this person i think it's worth giving it a try to actually make the relationship work and, and work toward it i agree i totally agree totally agree so number seven is, are you positively affecting each other's lives that's mm-hmm. important um what do you mm-hmm. think in your past do you think that you're well, I won't answer for you, Mom. But um. no, I t- I totally, Jay. You're. I think we're on the same plane. With that. If you're not possibly affecting each other's lives, then um, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Now that is a question that should be yes. I we are because even in spite of difficulties and and relationship problems and and, and things that happen in your life that are horrible, there should be some positive things that are your overall picture of who you're with should be. You should be possibly affecting each other. And I'll say, you know, I'll speak on behalf of seeing an outside in. I've too been in relationships where um, I felt like I was the person that was giving, giving, giving. So being the positive. Um, And I've seen that with my mom. And and I think that's where um, things can get sketchy when you're always being that positive person. And, uh, you know, it gets tiresome. And it it affects you in a negative way, so it makes you unhappy. So I think that you're right. I think that it should be a yes on both ends. If it's not, there's something wrong there. Yeah, it's, it's something you know. You want to have that positive effect, and and yeah, yeah, I think that's important. Uh, the next one is: Have you started to do something because of each other's influence? I love that. Yeah. You know, I love the fact that whoever I'm with. And I think you should love the fact that whoever you're with motivates you to be the best you can be and influence whatever you like to do. You know, um, I know that my parents had separate worlds in regards to what they liked. My mom was a classical person and she loved to hear concert and classical music. And my dad liked to fish and, and you know, totally different worlds. They were, if I think of it like that, they were really different. They were totally different. You know, he liked 
you know. Country Mouse and the, the City Mouse. It was. It was almost like Petticoat Junction. You guys may not remember that, but, you know, New York is where I'd rather be. And he said, I'd rather have smelly hay. And, you know, it's like it's the same with my parents. And and they, wow, they, they had a great relationship. But, yeah, they had trouble, they had, like everyone, but they – he didn't. He didn't stop her from doing what she liked, and she didn't stop him from doing what he liked. That's right. me. I think that's very important. I think that you should always support one another in your aspirations and and things that you love. Um, I'm thinking of have I started to do something because of each other's influence? I think you know. No, I mean, gosh, what are we? I can't say there's been something that we started uh, together. We we do silly stuff like well go and do photography or, or something together. So I, and that's more of his influence because he loves photography. So we share that love, but it was more of his influence. But yeah, I, I definitely agree that I think it's, um, it's something that you should have that somebody that inspires you to try new things and, you know, influences you to be the best person you can be. Yeah. I'm trying to think what, yeah, I think, you know, it's 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 our question, I think, Jay, for maybe for you because you guys have so much in common. We do have a lot in common. You know, if you don't have a lot in common, I think that's where. But I do know. I mean, I mean some, he's but then a I, than me. Yeah, a little bit. He's more techie, and Jay, you're more like um, not not Hollywood necessarily, but you have like you've entered contests and been, you know, um, in the limelight a little bit. So I think he and he's totally not into that. Yeah, but he's influenced you to do that, like the, right. the yeah. So I think that's oh, worth thank it. Thank you. That's a good. That's a definitely. I didn't really. That's true. Yeah, he's totally not into that. And I actually think that that's what makes us so strong. I think it's hard to have somebody that's that where you're both in the limelight. Um, I think that's a hard thing. Yeah, yeah. No competition, right? <laughs> like you know, it's just that he doesn't care about that stuff, so it never would influence decisions, right? Um. So the next one is, when was the last time you dreamt about your partner? Uh, you know, I don't really dream that much. I need to sleep more to get that to happen. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I don't think I've ever dreamt about... My, I've dreamt about them when I... Um, was running away. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, like like running I, away. I, or either they're gone. Back. I've dreamt about them. But I don't think I've ever dreamt while I was with them. Yeah, I don't like nightmares about exes or bad relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Thanking God that it's over. Yeah. For for my opinion on this question, I don't think that's a showstopper. Me either. It's your partner. <laughs> <laughs> now, I I will say daydreaming. Yes. Yeah, you know, I guess I'm, I guess I'm so kind of a like, oh, I wish I were home right now. We could do this, you know that. Okay. Kind of thing. Like but that not thing. about. In a, a deep state, subconscious, you know, I don't, I don't think I've done that. I agree. I, I'm not. I don't think me either. So maybe we're not the dreaming type. But if you guys, if you have, please share it on. You can. You're welcome to call in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> share the information. That we're alive today, and you can share it because we uh, have not heard that before. That's the first time that kind of question has been thrown to me. Have Have, have you, Jay? You know, I'm not, no. I'm not, you know, I guess, like I said, I guess I have to sleep more in order to dream. That might be true. Um, That's funny. You know, the Chavis people, we don't sleep well. 
Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> All right. So call in 310-928-7733 or write us because I have not heard that if they've dreamt about their partner. You know what? That would be a great book, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's okay. So you guys, we're going to take another quick break. So stay with us. You'll hear a couple more reasons of how you can bring the passion back or why you've lost your passion and how you can get it back by questions you're thinking about. You can always call in at 310-928-7733. Again, that's 310-928-7733. We'll be back in a second. Things would be different, uh, not for. 
for the better neither. My friends tell me I better leave ya. I tell them to get some better cheaper. <laughs> yeah, we gon' make it pop, mom. But you shaking your ass in the club, gotta stop, mom. Get my yak, get my Dutch. When I'm falling, I need you to be my crutch. And we can just take it from there. And see if the love can overpower all the hate in the air. Yeah. For the best in metaphysical, spiritual, and holistic programming, you're listening to InnerLightRadio.com, the healing frequency. Hello, hello, and welcome back, listeners, to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. I wanted to welcome you to call in at 310-928-7733. Again, 310-928-7733. I also want to give a shout-out to the song that came on. It's Every Time I Think About Her by Jaheim, I think. And then we had the first song that I like, Give a Little Love, Making It Better by the British reggae group Oswa. So it, great songs. Thank you so much for sharing those. Um, I want to also thank Annie, NL, NL Williams. She said she's enjoying the conversation. And thank you, NL. We really feel like it's an important one. I think what we wait, we wait, Jay and I both believe we wait too long to ask important questions of our spouse, and especially once we're in a relationship, continuing to, continuing to ask those questions. So I'm going to, Jay, I'm going to start off reading through these, and then I'm have in the, we have a little bit of time left, but there were 53, and I knew we wouldn't get to all 53. But I'm going to read through these, and then we're going to jump out, stop at the ones, or go back to the ones that are important to us. Okay. So the, one of the questions says, do you like spending time with your partners, family, and friends? <laughs> um, see, I love mine, but I think that what's important is that, People think when they get married or when they're in a serious relationship, they always say, you're not marrying the family, and I completely disagree. I do, too. See, um, see, see we had to stop at that one right away, listeners. Yeah, so- you are marrying the family. If you don't like the mother-in-law or the or the, the father-in-law or the any-in-law, you're going to eventually have to deal with them, especially if the, the, the your relation or your person has a connection with them. So it's something to think about. And their friends... If their friends are all dogs and he's saying he's not, be careful. <laughs> yeah, and I think one of the things we have to realize is there's balances and things. You, there's compromise. Again, again, um, you know, I have to choose sometimes. It's hard because you have to choose people that, in order to have a really effective, healthy relationship, you want to choose people that provide that health to your family. And, your, and yeah. so... Um, sometimes you, you get in relationships and they're not healthy, the family or extended family, and you have a problem automatically from the start. Yeah. So your expectation can't be, okay, it's going to change now. <laughs> yeah. uh, Marriage won't solve that, guys. Yeah, it won't solve it. So, But I think you should. I think that's a question. I've, seen, I've seen how, you know, it's affected. I remember when I was dating, if anybody knew my mom, Estella, Dr. Estella, 
she's so easy to get along with, but there was a couple guys she just did not like, and she made it brutally honest, which I was quite shocked. And I knew how important our relationship was that they were going to be a no-go. Like, I tried to, like, I'm like, oh, I tried to show her the best parts of them, but she just had this feeling, and in most cases, she was right. Um, you know, yeah. so, yeah, I think that that's definitely something that you need to think about. Yeah, and the flip of it is Jay's been right about everyone, and I haven't listened. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, the last time I didn't say anything. Thing, which is very hard, listeners. You don't know how hard. But, but God seems hard. to make a way. He makes a way to remove all those things that are not good in your life. So let me go down the list, and then we're going to jump out the ones that are important. Um, uh, do you, uh, let me see. How often do you talk on the phone with your partner? How often do you think of your partner? Do you smile when you relate something from your daily life with your partner? Can you recall the most romantic moment with your partner? Did you get into others' feelings without the need to say anything? What was the best moment in your relationship so far? How did you show your love for each other? What you know, was- can I say something really fast? Sure. What was the most important moment in your relationship so far? I think sometimes that's important. And the reason being is because you can go back to that and recall it. And it gets you remembering, especially when you're going through a bad time, depending on how bad, guys. Um, but I think it sometimes gets you through a, a, a good time when you think of some of the best moments. I agree. You know, and I'm, it, it, it's going to be hard to go through these because we can't. What, what, what I think we're going to do is we're going to end up putting these on our site and, and, and the link to the site so you'll see some of these. Because I have to stop and comment on that one as well, Jay. If you can't take a moment through the day and think about something good about your partner, there's probably a problem in your relationship. Yeah. Uh, because... That smile, that, that, oh my God, he's so, you know, or, or wanting to call and just even miss him. Yeah, or just a text or something if you want, I mean, like that you want to do that. If you can ignore them all day, they're not, I mean, it's just to me, I mean, you should of course have your own life and not be like, you know, crazy and texting them all day and calling them all day. But that you think about them, I think that's sweet that you want to think about them. Totally it is. And, and it is, it's, um, it's also, it's also, uh, I think it strengthens the relationship, you know, that recalling of, of, of time. I mean, you, and you think about it, when a relationship's fresh and new, you're constantly doing that all the time. Right. So you should need to develop ways to recall those type of things in your relationship. I agree. So Jay, look down the line and see if you, any jumped at you, and then oh, I'm going to look as well. I, Let me do, see. I think, do you trust each other is very important. Oh my God. Trust. You can't you can't have a good relationship without trust. You know what? Mm-hmm. Trust is broken. To me, it's very hard. Depending on the person, every woman's different. Um, for me, one if you lie to me, it's kind of like you might as well throw the cat in the bag. Um, because my trust, it's very hard. It's first of all, you earn my trust, and then once you've lost it, and I can't trust you, we'll still be cool, but we'll never be like we were before. You know, I think the problem with this, um, I think one of the things that people need to ask, and this is another one I think that needs to happen before a relationship starts. To some people, they have a relationship built on lack of trust. <laughs> you know, they, they've done all they wanted to do while they were dating, and then they say, okay, we're going to commit to each other. Well, I don't know if that can happen, you know, that quickly. So I think that Having knowing what's important, like Jay says, trust is important to her. It's important to me. I can't build any type of relationship, social, professional, 
uh, personal, any relationship without trust. So you might as well not even approach me because it will be over. I have to trust you. Right. I agree. Because I'm very vulnerable. I'll leave my thing. I'll, I'll leave and, I, and I'll leave. Uh, I'll put put my heart. You have it all. So, no. Okay. That, yeah. So, we do. <laughs> do you see any other oh, ones? I love this one. Do you feel jealous if your partner oh. hangs out with a friend of the opposite sex? That's so funny that me and you were going to choose the same one. I'm like, oh, yay. Um, for me, depending on how, you know, you can tell a friend that's just a friend. Um, to me, like I have one of my closest friends. I've had him since I was 14. It's one of my best friends, Jacob. He knows everything about me. Um, never, you know, been anything but friendship and I, I love him to death. So he's like my brother. Um, and I think that when you, I, I never purposely, even though, you know, we're so close, Rob knows Jacob and everything. I never not invite Rob. I mean, like I wouldn't just hang out, you know, I mean, I think that after a while, you know, now we have so much trust, but it's just not a good thing to start hanging out with your friends about the sex all the time. It, it can inspire jealousy. So thinking of your partner, I think, is a good idea. Yeah. My whole thing is, why would you want to hang out with a friend without your partner? Right. If 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 if, if, if that were the case. I mean, yes, you have business people that you meet with that are, you know, the opposite sex. But and and you have friends, but there's I think there's a there's limits and guidelines on how that friendship and that relationship should be. It you know? changes. It changes once you get into a committed relationship mm-hmm. because you have to think about your partner. And I remember they gave um, what's that politician? Oh, I'm sorry, our, our vice president. Sorry, Pence. Our politician. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, you know, our Vice President Pence, right? He he was criticized so much for not, um, he doesn't want to have, like, dinner with other women. And I thought that that was actually a sweet thing. I thought he was being, I don't know if he's been, you know, what his past is. But to me, I looked at it as he was being respectful toward his wife. Yeah. Um, so that nobody can say anything. If you don't do anything, nobody can say anything. I, yeah, I admire him for taking a stance on that. You know what? If, if if you have limits and people are pushing those limits, let them know what their limits were. So maybe someone was pushing his limit and he said, no, I don't do that. I don't have dinner with other people if my wife's not there. Yeah. I love that. Um, I love that a lot. Um, I think, don't you think that's something that you guys have to talk about, though? Because yeah. for some relationships, people are okay with it. Um, and I, I know a lot of people that have separate lives altogether and they're in a relationship. They run things completely different. Um, but I think for me personally, I have friends of the opposite sex, but when, if I hang out with them, it's with them and their girlfriends or, you know, Rob knows about it and he's with us. Right. Here's one. Do you respect each other's beliefs? I think that's important. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I have dated, um, I'm a very strong, and we've talked about the very strong Christian. And um, you know, there's there's some sayings that say you shouldn't be unevenly yoked, and um, and I have dated people that are um, not Christian, and they've given me more trouble than people who were um, of uh, Muslim or uh, or, um, <laughs> or different uh, Buddhists. So I think you know, it, I think it, I'm wondering if it just you know, belief systems are hard. You know, um, I'm wondering why I got along with a person that had some type of belief versus one that had nothing. 
And I think that the reason I had no uh, uh, the experience with people that had nothing, I couldn't relate to them, is because of the emptiness I felt that they had and the, something was missing. Whereas other people had a faith or belief, and I and I got that, you know. So it's interesting. I don't know. I think I guess for me personally, I think that it 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 comes down to what's very important to you. For you, your religion's very important to you, as well as myself. So I've dated people that actually were of not the same faith, and we got along fine. And I and I've dated somebody that didn't believe in anything. But when it comes down to getting serious. And I think I'm a Capricorn, so we're earth and, and grounded. I start thinking about future. So my future, even if we're cool and I'm not like trying to marry you when I first meet you, I don't mean it like that. But I mean, I would think about future and I'm like, okay, if I ever did get serious with this person, I, I wouldn't want my partner to go to church with me. If we don't share that same belief system, it's mm-hmm. going to be hard. Yeah, um, and I think I think a conversation on that one needs to be had. Because Correct. even with the way you raise your children, if you decide to have children, it's different. Um, so it, that's a different one. But, um, right. yeah. So what we'll do is, I, I know we don't have a lot of time now, and I and I really hate there because there's some really good things on this. Uh, maybe we'll continue the conversation next week. I but I'd like to for, invite uh, Jay to share with us uh, a motivational thought or a in, intuitive thought. Um, so... Um, but you know what? I think, Jay, we're getting a little bit more time. We can get more time if we want. You want yeah, to get- we oh, good. We got more time. Yay. Thank you, producer. Okay. <laughs> let's go through some more. Yay. Okay. All right. Let's see, Jay. I'm going to guess and see if you are going to pick one or am I. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. Let's see if we're on the same page. This is the generational perspective. I'm letting Jay pick and see if we're going to pick the same one. Uh, okay, there's a couple. So, so I think I, the funny thing is, I think that I think about a lot of these. Okay, this is important to me. Do you forgive your partner's mistakes easily? Okay. Do I forgive my partner's mistakes easily? You know, it's so funny because I just watched Left the Smurfs movie and you You're know. So- I was thinking, that's the first thing that came to my mind, clumsy, right? I mean, how can you keep being so clumsy, clumsy? No. Um, <laughs> so mistake, stop it. Um, what happens when you have to you have to go to kids' movies with your own daughter? Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I forgive mistakes. Now, depending on the mistake and if it was constantly done the same one, that's where I have a problem. Um. Yeah. To me, that leads into the one of, have you ever apologized for what you've done wrong? What? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it meant what your partner's done wrong to other people. But I'm sorry. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. I think I think I do. I'm a very forgiving person. What I always say with forgiveness and and I and I I hope the listeners listen to this because I think it's a huge tip that someone gave to me that I didn't learn probably until later in life. If I say I'm sorry and the other person doesn't acknowledge right away, don't take back your sorry. Don't, 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 and don't expect them to forgive you right away. It takes time. Everybody's different, right? Yeah. They handle and process. Right. Uh, The fact that you forgave, they know that. Let them process that forgiveness. You've done your part. 
you're definitely more forgiving than myself. You know, that's something that I, I constantly work on. I do forgive. Don't get me wrong. I'm, 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 I'm a very sweet and kind person when, you know, most of the time. And I forgive, but I don't forget. So no. my problem is, is that forgiving doesn't mean that I'm going to want to take you back. So, for example, if there's been, like, some some cheating that happens, um, I will forgive you and we'll be cool, but would I want to stay with you? You know, you know, I know every relationship's different, and every person, there's different circumstances, but for me, that's where the trust comes in, and I don't want to be that person that constantly brings up the past. So, you know, you know how you would be. So I think that it, it just depends on how deep you are in the relationship, I guess, as well. And see, that brings up another point. Have you really forgiven if you can't move to the next level? So if you know you can't move in the relation, and if you can't, how are you going to communicate to your partner the difference that the relationship is going to have right now? Right. You know, because I've, I've dated guys and they've cheated and then I've, I've like, I forgave them, but I never trust them again. So what have I done, really? I forgave you for doing this act, but I don't trust you. So the whole, the one of the very top, uh, the, one of the questions is, do you trust each other, which is important to me, isn't going to happen anymore, which is going to affect our relationship. Right, and it can cause more problems because you're constantly yes. they're doing something when they may not be. Exactly. That's when the jealousy, where's the one question about, do you feel jealous if they hang out with a partner? Of course I'm going to feel jealous because I'm not going to know if he's at a business relationship or if it's a personal one. So, uh, yeah. What's another one you see? Um, do you believe in staying with a partner for a very long time or forever? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's some people that don't. There's some people that are very free-spirited <laughs> and want to enjoy Earth's beauty. Yeah. <laughs> I guess here's the, here's the question. Here's the thing. You're right. Here's the thing. I think that if you have a partner, I think that it depends on what you look for, what your idea of partnership is. And like you said, sometimes people just want to have fun and they know that's just fun and forever is not forever. It's just for now. And, but I tend to look at the future future of things. I, um, now sometimes I've made mistakes in relationships, thinking, dating people based on the now and how good I feel and not, and, and ignoring, ignoring the signs. Right. In, in reality, I always look for longevity. See, and I, I look at, I definitely am a longevity person, and I don't, I look for now as well, but I also, I think I'm more focused on future because I want to know what a person, what they want in, in, in the long run, because why invest mm-hmm. all your energy into something where you know that that's not what that person wants? For example, if you're dating somebody and they, are totally against marriage, but that's one thing that you would love to have in the future. Maybe you're not sure if it's going to be them. If you wait too long and you get too invested, that person already had told you what they don't want. So it's kind of like you put yourself in a predicament where it's your fault that things are working out the way you wanted it to. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Here's one. When was the last time you had an in-depth conversation with your partner? You know what? I guess I guess that depends. Like I, I we do it like on stupid stuff. Like we get very serious about like video games. So 
<laughs> so, you know, like, it'll That's be pretty deep. Yeah, and, and it'll be something like, did you tell blah, 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 and then it's like an hour about something like that, or or we'll get going about something in politics. But we've kind of tried to ban politics from the household because it stresses everybody out. Um, So he'll sneak and watch CNN. I don't want to know anything right now, um, bombs or anything right now, until I need to hide and duck. Well, here's the thing, though. <laughs> In-depth conversations, to me, make people think they have to be long, but they really don't. And I think in our family, we are so into, we're so um, agile. We go so fast right. in our conversations. <laughs> right, Jay? We're right. Like, da, 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 you know, and with our partners, I do the same thing. And I think women have a tendency to do it more than men. I think, it, you know, we, we can change subjects really quickly. But I think that I think we always have in-depth conversations because I think we think on a deeper level. Right. But some people have surface conversations, but I think the whole important part here is to have a conversation. I think I agree with you. I think it's important to have conversations and, and remember how it was in the beginning and, and constantly try to get to know each other so that you don't lose that passion, right? It's all about keeping that passion in the relationship. So if you're constantly, you know, it's, it's like trying to find out what they're interested in. What do you love still? You know, you know, surprises that, that make them know that you still care about what their passions are, I think is important. But I, I think this one's really good. About, are you keeping any secrets that you're afraid of letting your partner know? Wow. Um, you know, I think if we're honest with each other, probably we all keep some secrets because our mind is going at 100 and Oh, it looks like we may have a caller. Yeah, we have a caller. Caller, hi. What's your name and where are you from? Hi, this is Anel from Houston. Oh, hi, Anel. Hi there. I just want to say I am thoroughly enjoying the conversation, ladies. Uh, I think it's so needed for us to seriously think about our relationships like you all are talking about. I think it would inform us so much, uh, not only just to know, but to uh, understand in real time what's happening so that we can make adjustments. But I, I had a thought that I'd like to share and like to get you all's input on. Sure. Is, uh, is whether or not uh, we need to look at marriage like a contract. Mm-hmm. I heard you say, you know, ask the question a little bit ago, you know, do you expect to be with your partner forever mm-hmm. or what? You know, what about term marriage? You know, we talk about contracts and we got term life insurance and so many other things. What about whether or not marriage should be for a specific amount of time that can be renewed or, you know, it can have a no uh, uh, no reason clause or something like you have at work where you just uh, walk away? I mean, should the marriage be for five years, seven years? And then at the end of five or seven years, you decide whether or not you want to stay married or you want to re-up or walk away. So I just want to throw that out and get y'all's, you know, perspective on that. You know, I love that. I mean, here's the thing. I love the question. Yeah, I love that question now. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, now I think, you know, I personally think there, I think sometimes the contract can cause problems the way it is laid out now. And, and for instance, it is so easy to get married, but it's so expensive to get a divorce. Right. And, and I think that that's a problem. And I think that, so I think that we're in a contract whether we believe it or not. 
legally yeah. it's very expensive contract and we don't know the laws behind all that we don't know the laws on on what happens necessarily to the children what happens to our finances because we haven't been educated in that so i think we're in a contract i also think that it depends on how people view longevity and relationship right because i yeah. i don't think it's anything wrong if people say you know what I'm going to do this for seven years and see how it is. If that's the way you think, that should be t- discussed early. And I don't think there's any right. I don't think it's wrong because people believe yeah. it. I mean, honestly, you know, I think it's so, I mean, looking at both perspectives, like my Dr. Sell, my mom said, you're right. It, we're all, we are actually in a contract and we are in a contract. Every state has a different terms, right? Because right. you can get a divorce in one state and the poor woman or man can lose everything. Um, depending on where they're at or where they get the divorce finalized. But I like, I mean, for me personally, I would, I go into a marriage and a relationship hoping that it can last a lifetime, especially when you bring kids into it and, and build something together. It's, it's, it's sad to think, okay, in seven years it's over. But I think that that would be actually a good idea for renewal. Um, you know, after seven years, let's renew it. And if it's not, then we can just leave it as it is, because I think that that would stop a lot of problems. And I, and I think what happened, well, I think that I think the two people would have to be on the same page. Like you said, that would be something that they would have to talk about early on. But when you look at how we have prenuptial agreements, uh, you know, if you stay into a marriage X amount of years, uh, we just heard about uh, Janet Jackson is separating uh, yes. uh, from her husband, and her prenup said if she stayed five years, well, she stayed five years. Or someone else, usually it's 10 years. Uh, I think uh, Tiger Woods' prenup was 10 years. So, I mean, so in, in essence, they, you, we already kind of have it, but we've not specified it like that. And then I guess if you can have a prenup, you can also specify all the other things, which I'm sure Janet Jackson probably did because the son is not with her, it's with the mother-in-law. So I think it's something to think about long-term if we want term marriages, and that might stop some of the cheating and some of the restlessness in, in marriage because people know it's only going to be for X amount of time, and, and then if it's five years, then we know I can do this for five years uh, and be faithful to it. And then we can decide later if we want to go another five years. So, so I mean, I'm just offering that up. No, I think that's a great suggestion, and I think it's something we we. I think it's it's needed. I think also the 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 front part is important. The, the you know the setting the contract, but I think the renewal is as important because many times we go into relationships and we don't renew our our relationship. We don't renew our experiences. We don't talk about what happened in the last five years. Kind of do a summative evaluation of how what happened. How do we do? What's exactly. going on? What that that renewal part? It's so important in relationships, and I love the fact that people are going for their what is it, second marriage thing, or what is it called? Yeah, well, certainly, like, you renew your wedding. And I think, no, yeah. I think that that's, honestly, now you may have given somebody a great idea to do. You sure have. Because I, I, you know, if you could patent that and copyright it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, when I get off the phone, I'm going to get on it. Uh, but the other thing I'd like to add to that, a part of that renewal process 
could also be that second honeymoon as a part of that for the renewal of the passion and so forth and so on. But also another component I think is important that after you're in X amount of years, uh, then a divorce is not an option. For example, if you've renewed, let's say, for 15 years or 20 years, divorce is not an option. Or maybe the divorce is much more difficult uh, mm-hmm. after uh, a certain amount of time because you don't want uh, women, which typically happens to women, you don't want a woman to get, you know, in her 50s and 60s and a husband decides, well, he wants to trade for a younger woman, a 30-year-old woman, and then you have a 50-, 60-year-old woman who has lost her husband. So I think those are some considerations. Up until the time when it gets that late in life, uh, I think, uh, yes, you can renew or get out, renew and get out, but after you reach a certain age, uh, divorce is not an option. You you got to ride it out after then. Or the, I, have clause, I have a clause for that one. The the clause should say, okay, when we're ready to get out, we have to find each other someone. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, well, the thing about this, we know uh, that there are more men today than there are, uh, there are more eligible, there are more eligible women today than there are eligible women. When I said it back, with eligible women than there are eligible men. So it will be easier to find a woman for a husband than it will be to find a man for a wife. But that's so it's, the problem. It's, <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. That's the crux of it. So, uh, but, but, uh, it is worth considering that might stop a whole lot of it. And then who knows, maybe in 20 years from now, the proportions might be different. Maybe not so many men will go to, uh, Shell. Maybe not so many will be gay. Maybe not so many will be, you know, drug addicts or alcoholics. Or maybe not so many will be crazy, you know, uh, or something like that. You know, so maybe the options might change. But you know, from the clauses too, that if you need to get out because they're crazy or they're abusive, right? Right. So you know, it's something to consider. But anyway, I'm going to get off the line and listen on tune in. Thanks, Y'all have a great Janelle. day. Thank you. Thank you. Have a You're great welcome. Day. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, thanks, Danielle. That was great. We also had a comment. Um, yes. a, a, a writer he wrote in, uh, "My lady tends to forgive me simply because she knows that I love her unconditionally, and I am always looking out for her best interests. We are very honest with each other, brutally honest, and we both mean what we say. So when we tell each other that we love each other." Really, we really mean it, but, and that was from George. George, thank you for for uh, George Levi. Thank you for writing in. I think that that's beautiful, and I think that your relationship is similar to mine. You know, um, my 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 spouse is very forgiving and very loving, and, and I try to be. I am the same way with him. And I think it's because when we we're, we trust each other and we talk to each other about everything. So if there's a problem. We mention it to each other and talk about it way before it, it escalates to something. I think that's the problem. Do you, do you find, Mom, that people wait too long and let things escalate? And then it's like a volcano. You, you yeah. know, it's hard to, you know, stop a volcano once it's already erupted. I, I, yeah, I, but I, yeah, I, I totally agree. We always wait too late and we're not, we're afraid to have that conversation. And I love the fact that George says that they're br- brutally honest because sometimes honesty hurts, right? Um, and, but, but they're, they accept it and they have unconditional love 
and they look out for I think if, as long as someone tells gives me feedback and I know they have my interest at mind, I'm okay with it. You know, and I love that. I love it. I mean, yeah. sometimes, you know, like you said, the truth hurts, but sometimes the truth needs to come out so that there can be a resolution. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> so thank you, George, for that. That was wonderful and beautiful, actually. I think others can learn oh, from your lead. Hearing, uh, uh, both of you guys. And now it was great to have you on. Thank yeah. you so much for listening. And then, George, also, I'd love to get a male's perspective as well, because I think that, you know, right now we have two women's perspectives. Um, so it's always great to hear what, what men are thinking as well. Yeah, and I love one thing about it. Now, you know, I think people really un- need to understand that, you know, when we do get married, there is a contract out there. It's not very clear. So educate yourself on what that contract means. You know, uh, we, you know, when you go for the divorce, there is a whole series of things you have to do, and it's cost, it costs, it costs, it costs a lot. Not only emotionally, but financially, too. So, uh, why, yeah. why did you get into the marriage? I think that's so important to think about. Like, why are you getting into it? I mean, like, I, I understand Anel's point of view in the sense of, you know, more clear cut, let's have um, a contract. If that's what you both are on, you know, it's about talking to your partner and seeing if you guys agree. These are important things to think about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think a good step in the future for all of us to know. Um, so we're at that time, Jay. What is the thought, the intuitive thought? My intuitive daughter, Dr. Jay, is going to give us a thought or, or a, a, a word of the day that we can reflect on that will help us with relationships or even just open our, uh, open our understanding of what we should be looking for. So what is that, thing, Jay? You know, it's so funny that you already said the word. Today I'm thinking about being open. Um, I think I think um, it's so important for us to be open to to understanding other people. And when you're in a relationship, I think being open and honest. So that open and honesty piece um, is so important. So today, while you're have a couple of minutes, um, five to ten minutes, just go sit somewhere. Think about how you're being open and honest in your relationship, because I feel that being open and honest in a relationship can only make things elevate to its highest being i agree i love that so take that thought you guys put it in your daily walk today Uh, you know when people say be mindful and meditate it doesn't necessarily mean you have to meditate it's just your thought what are you thinking about today how are you going to bring that into your life how are you going to open up conversation in relationship or take it to the next level we want to thank you for joining in jay tell them how we they can get in touch with us you guys please write in at write the number two at strategicladies.com with any show ideas or thoughts or comments We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's right. The number two at strategicladies.com. We're here every Friday on Interlight Radio at 11. So continue to join us. We love having you guys call in at 310-928-7733. You can always check us out on strategicladies.com where you will get links to our iTunes podcast as well as Bid Chat at 6 p.m. on Sundays. So we hope to see you guys. And um, we can't wait to possibly continue this next week. All right. Have a great one. Bye. Motivate, transform, empower. Strategic learning.